Welcome back to the Call Game Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about the end of the NBA season, going into the playoffs. Um, There's a tight race in the East. It's less tight in the West, but there's still some interesting stuff going on. So we'll go over all of that and we'll go over our like confidence or our temperature on each playoff team or at least the ones near the top just to get a sense of how we're feeling going in. Yeah, I mean, like you said, regular season's wrapping up. Four games left for the Celtics. Most teams have four or five. So we're getting to that point where you can start looking at the standings and teams are kind of finalizing. You finalize your thoughts about these teams going into the playoffs, and I'm sure we'll make our playoff predictions. So before we get into that, kind of just like a looking forward for the podcast today, we're going to do our wrap-up for the regular season. This will be good for us to kind of make our final thoughts about the teams. Next week, we'll do an MLB preview. The regular season for the NBA will be over. The plans will happen. That next podcast will be our playoff predictions because the teams who aren't in the play-in get a week off going into the playoffs. So it'll be a nice little gap there. With that said, we're going to kick it off with the East or the West. What do you want to start with? Um, I feel like the West will be quicker, so let's do the West. All right, so we'll start off with the West. How this is going to go is we'll do a scale from 1 to 10. Does that sound good? Sure. And 10 being super hot, like we're really liking what this team is doing going into the playoffs. Zero being really cold on them. We don't like what they're doing. Probably not going to pick them to go very far in our brackets. But then again, we make some crazy predictions in our playoff prediction videos, which are always right. And we actually have some more predictions that we got right that I'll bring up later in the winners and losers segment, something to look forward to. But again, we're going to start with our temperature on these teams heading into the playoffs, and we're going to start with the Phoenix Suns, which should be pretty easy. What is your temperature scale 1 for ten, one to 10 on the Phoenix Suns? Well, here's the thing. I don't know. I haven't decided my personal philosophy on like my 1 through 10, like what it, how, how liberal I want to be with scoring. I'm going to call the Suns... I'll give them a 9. Um, I won't quite give them a 10 just because, I mean, Chris Paul is back, but he's still old and slightly injury prone, and you saw what happened in the playoffs last year with him. But their the rest of their core has gotten a lot better since last year, and top to bottom, I think you have to give them credit and say that they're the best team in the league. Yeah, so in terms of numbers, like you said, I guess I have to give them a 10 because if they're not a 10, then they're probably not going to get a 10. And I want to have a 10 in there. Also, I made a prediction that they're going to win the championship a few episodes ago. That whole, like, I'm a year early on my predictions theory. So I'm, I'm sticking with them as my 10. I mean, they're dominant. They're 65, 62 and 15 with five games left. So they have a chance to finish with a really good record. I mean, they obviously already do. Devin Booker's been great. Aiden's been great. Chris Paul's back. He is a little concerning, like you said, because of his age. But, I mean, he hasn't shown it yet this season or last season. So I think it would be a little unfair to kind of use that as a point of nagging on them. But... I just think he's shown enough where you can wait on that kind of theory until next year. But they have so many good defenders. They're long, Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson. They shoot it. They've got a great coach in Monty Williams, probably going to be coach of the year. He got robbed of it last year. I mean, I don't see it happening again. But right now they're my title favorite. I think they clinched the one seed. I'm pretty confident they did, so... The West runs through Phoenix, and they're my hottest team in the NBA right now. All right. Um, I guess Memphis should be next. Um, yep. hmm. The thing with them, I feel like they are the two seed, and they are six and a half games ahead of the three seed. And so there is distance between them and then those middle teams. But I'm not sure how much I believe in them compared to those other teams. Um, I'm going to give them... 
Okay. I think that they're good, and I think that they're inexperienced, and I think they'll probably win a few rounds. Or, I don't... A few means three, which would mean... A few is a lot. Yeah. Right. They'll probably win a round or two, but I could totally see them if they got ended up matched up with a team like the Mavericks or maybe the Nuggets, I could see them losing that series. So I don't want to be too high on them. So the Grizzlies are interesting. They're like 20-4 and four without jaw. I've only watched them play one game this year, or two games because they played it. No, one game, their second game against the Celtics is late. So the last game of the season. So I've only seen him play once. Jaws shooting concerns me in the playoffs. He's been kind of hurt or they've been resting him. He's been in and out. I don't know. I mean, I'm not as high in them as other people. You went seven and a half. So I'll go seven. Here's one other thing. I almost went six. One other thing we should mention. um, Right now, the play-in is... Uh, Minnesota 7, Clippers oh, 8, Pelicans this. 9, Spurs 10. The Clippers just put up 150 points against the Bucks, um, yep. with Paul George back. And there, there's like a dec- there's at least some chance that Kawhi will be back too. And if you have both of those guys, if the season ended today um, and then they win their play-in game, they're matched up with the Grizzlies. So with both of those guys back, I might take the Clippers in that series. So even if you think the Grizzlies had a good season, which they did, you have to factor in like who they might be up against and think about who you'd really pick. Yeah, that's so interesting because Paul George is back. He put up like 30 points and a comeback win, 25-point comeback win over the Jazz. And I'm sure we'll talk about the Jazz, but... They're looking good, and they're a tough out, especially if you get Kawhi back. I mean, even with just yeah. Paul George, you saw them in That's the still a good matchup against Phoenix the series. They took Phoenix to six without Kawhi. Yeah. So they're a good team, even without Kawhi. Like I said, Paul George, he's carried a team to the Eastern Conference Finals before in Indiana, and that is going to be such an interesting matchup if we get Grizzlies Clippers. So also for that reason, I feel like a seven is fair just because yeah. that's a really tough first round matchup even if they don't get the clippers the pelicans even, have been playing so well with uh what's his name help me out here cj yeah cj mccomb instead of that acquisition's been under the radar they've moved up from out of the plan to the nine seed in the plan looking like they're most likely definitely going to be a playing team so clippers pelicans timberwolves you get any of those teams yeah. especially the clippers it's no rollover I mean, the Timberwolves also wore, won 44 games. Like, they're a real team. Yeah. They have Don't sleep on the Carl Anthony Towns. He's not having a John Morant season, but he's not that far away. And they also have other really good guys like Edwards and Russell. So that wouldn't be a automatic win either. All right. I think that's our Grizzlies. Yeah. Grizzlies segment for today. And that brings us to a interesting team the three-seeded warriors a half game up on the mavericks so they started out the season really hot it was a lot of like just everything was positive now they're definitely cooling down i kind of i don't want to say i called it but i wasn't totally bought in on this team i'm still not totally sure why i think it's because they're so guard heavy um and they're just it just seems like it's a lot of pressure on Curry, and now they have Clay back, and he's been good like the last week or two. But I still don't feel that great about them. I'm gonna give them a. I guess I'll give them a seven. I feel weird putting them below the Grizzlies when they have Steph Curry, but they haven't instilled a lot of confidence lately. And I don't feel that good about them. Okay, so I gave the Grizzlies a 7. So I think I have to give the Warriors a 6.75. Because I'm a little less confident in them than the Grizzlies. Just because of some points I'm going to bring up. 
So when they were rolling, Wiggins was an all-star. Clay was out. They were healthy. Curry was looking like an MVP. Since then, Curry's play dropped off significantly. He was shooting the lowest percentage from three of his career, which is still 39, but that's a big difference from 42 to 39. Then he gets hurt. Draymond's hurt. He comes back. Clay comes back. Jordan Poole goes to the bench, and he was on a tear to begin the season. He cools off. Wiggins cools off dramatically. Wiggins has been back to uh, Timberwolves Wiggins. And I think one of the biggest reasons the Warriors were having so much success early was because of the Wiggins and Jordan Poole emergence. They've kind of come back down to earth. Jordan Poole is kind of rising back up with the absence of Curry. But I think the insert of Clay into the starting lineup, I mean, you have to do it, but it kind of threw off the chemistry and the rotations a little bit. I think there's too many questions too close to the playoffs to be really high on the Warriors right now. I think their big man depth is kind of weak with Kevon Looney playing a ton. Wiseman doesn't look like he's going to be back for this season. I mean, I think a six, the more I'm talking about it, the more I want to go down to to a 6.5 from a 6.75. But I'll keep it at a 6.75 because who knows, maybe Curry comes back, he plays with Draymond. I mean, I wouldn't want to face them in the playoffs, but right now... They're not even locked into the three seed. And being a three seed is so important because the difference between playing the Nuggets and playing the, if you're a four seed, you would play the Jazz. I think the Jazz are better than the Nuggets. Eh, Actually, I don't know. Point is, I'm not very high in the Warriors right now. Yeah. Agreed. Um, All right. Are we ready to move to the Mavs? Yep. All right. They're a hotter team. They they have been like, it's been them and the Celtics since like Christmas that have been the best teams, at least record wise. Um, Luca has been amazing. I've always been on Luca like in the playoffs. Like if they have him, they have a chance. And I think I predicted them. I predicted them to win two rounds last year, and they came yeah. one game away from it. Um. I'm regretting giving Memphis a 7.5 because I feel like I have to base everything around that. Um, you said precedent. Now you're kind of right. in trouble. And I said a bad precedent. I should have given and you them a 7 or even a 7.5. Suns a 9, so you're kind of pushing Suns yeah. territory. I'm going to give – I'll just go deep into the decimals. I'm going to give Dallas <laughs> a 7.75. Okay. Um, definitely feel better about them than Memphis right now just because – I mean, Jaw is a great player too. It's not, not like Luca is so much better than him, but he is better than him, and I feel like Dallas. I just feel more confident in them. I'm not entirely sure why, but I like Luca, and I feel like the way he. I mean, like the Grizzlies have a great record without Jaw. I don't think the. Mavs would have a great record without Luka. They were like 500 for 28 games. Which, them. you could take that a lot of different ways, but I'm choosing to take it as like, Luka is such a good like facilitator that he makes the team that much better, and that makes me more confident in them. So, I'm going to give them a 7.75. I'm going to give them an 8. I think it works well with the other grades I've handed out. So, I look at the- they're a hot team right now. I look at them like this. So the Grizzlies, they both, the Grizzlies and Mavs, I think are pretty comparable. They both have that guard that kind of carries their team. I'll take Luka over Jaw any day of the week. And you look at the supporting cast, you probably take the Grizzlies, but the Mavs are, have so much more experience. I like Dimwitty. And the biggest thing is I think the Dallas defense really separates them. I was listening to some Bill Simmons and uh, they went over a bunch of stats about how the Mavericks play really slow. They grind out mm, possessions, yep. which works so well in the playoffs, especially with the way Luka plays. Half-court offense, give it to Luka. He'll create everything you need for a playoff series. So compared to the Grizzlies, who are kind of running gun, exciting young team, not a lot of experience, I think I'll take the more polished Luka, more polished defense, more polished role players, a slower-paced team that translates to playoff basketball over an inexperienced run-and-gun team that doesn't have 
as translatable success in the playoffs. And I could be overlooking the Grizzlies and being an ignorant NBA fan because they are seven games better, but the Grizzlies have been pretty healthy. The Mavs have had some injury hardship with Luka, and I think right now the Mavs are just playing good enough basketball to rank them hotter than the Grizzlies. Yeah, you made some good points there. I liked what you said about the pace. I feel like the Grizzlies are def- definitely seem to me like more of a regular season team, and the Mavs seem more like a playoff team. Um, so, yeah, I agree with everything you said. Do you have any more thoughts before we go to the Jazz? I'm ready to crush Utah fans' hopes and dreams. I will give the Jazz I'm trying to think. Uh, a five. Um, uh, yeah, I'll give them a five. Right now, they're going to be matched up with um, Dallas. They're only a half game ahead of the Nuggets and a game and a half behind the Mavs. So it's possible that they could end up in the 6-3 against the Warriors. But whether it's the Mavs or the Warriors, I think they're definitely going to lose in the first round. Um, I just don't like Rudy Gobert. Their defense isn't actually that good, which is usually their best strength. They don't have any, um, their like wing defense is not great. So they're, they have trouble against guards, even though they have Gobert. So they're, they're like a defensive team who gets by on like not the best offense, but then now their defense isn't that good. And they're like shifting to being a more of an offensive team. And I'm not sure I trust their personnel to be an offensive team. Like Mitchell's good. Uh, Clarkson is a good scorer, I guess. But I'm not sure if like those can be your go-to guys. And you can actually think that you have a legitimate chance to win multiple playoff series. All right. So would you give them five? I'm going to go with a 3.5, and I'll I'll tell mm. you why, which might sound extreme, wow. but I think I have some good reasoning behind it. They're 4 and 6 in their last 10. You go back to their last 5, it goes lost to the Nets, blown out by the Celtics, lost to the Hornets, blown out by the Mavericks, lost to the Clippers, and beat the Lakers. So they went on a, like a what was that, four or five game losing streak before beating the Lakers, which I'm going to make fun of you about your Lakers prediction in a little bit. Okay. But, uh... I... All right, whatever. So, the Jazz, they're fifth in the West. They live and die on the three ball. Like you said, they used to be a hang their hat on the defensive end. They're not good on the defensive end. They lost Jingles. Of course, Joe Ingles. One of the best nicknames in sports. Jingles goes down. Their wing depth is really shallow, like you said. And they're just playing with a lot of small guys on the court, like Jordan Clarkson. Mike Connolly started to cool off from three. Horrible prediction by me saying I really want to trade him for Smart. That would have been horrible. Connolly's been showing his age. Bad move if I was in the front office right there. So the Jazz going a little deeper. What have they shown us in the past year, this season, that's going to change what they've done in the playoffs for the longest I can remember since I've been an NBA fan Jazz losing the first or second round I mean they haven't gotten better they've gotten worse I don't see any reason why anything would change and the reason I'm giving them such a low temperature rating is just because like I don't the Jazz they've done it so many times why do I care if they win a series and go out in the second round I don't even think they're going to win a series though I think they're a first round exit I mean if they play the Mavs they're going to lose in four not four. That's extreme. They'll lose in five. They'll get hot from three in one game. They live and die by the three. But, like, how many times are we going to watch Rudy Gobert get played off the court? How many times are we going to watch Donovan Mitchell have to carry the team on the offensive end? It's They lost a 25-point lead to the Clippers first game with Paul George. They've done it, like, so many times recently. I just can't give them anything above a th- four because... I just know exactly what they're going to do. I just know what's going to happen with full confidence. Yeah. I uh, Yeah, I just don't really believe in them too much. Um, I mean, they could win a couple games, p- 
possibly a series, but I'd be pretty surprised if they did. All right, I think we're going to go Nuggets, then we'll do the plan as a group. So the Nuggets, um, you would think the big question here is the injuries with Murray and Porter. Um, I think they're supposed to be back at some point. Like they're not out for the season, but it's shaky, and you obviously don't necessarily know what you're getting from a guy fresh off an injury. So I'm going to try to not think too much about those guys. I'm trying to remember. What did I give the Warriors? A seven? Yeah. I think I gave the Warriors a seven. Um, I'm going to give the Nuggets a seven, too. I think that they're pretty good, and Jokic obviously really elevates the team, and they would be nothing without him, which is why he's probably going to win the MVP. Um, And I think that, like, in a series against the Warriors... I could see them winning that for sure. I would probably slightly favor the Warriors, but not enough to change the numbers. Um, So I feel okay about the Nuggets. I don't see them uh, winning too, going too far. Although the thing with the West is to me, after the, after the Suns um, and subtracting the Jazz, like nothing would really surprise me. So like there's a roadmap for like the Nuggets or the Mavs or the Warriors to end up in the or the Grizzlies or even some of the play-in teams, maybe just the Clippers to like end up in the conference finals just cuz after the Suns there's no obvious team. So they could win some series for sure. I feel decent about them, so I'll give them a 7. So I'm going to go a little lower than you just because I think in general with the way my ratings have gone, I'm a little on the lower side. I'll give them a six. And the reason I'm giving them a six is because I'm kind of not thinking about the Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. return from injury. You kind of had them as like a, a dark horse title contender if those guys came back. But I'm not trying to think about them. The reason I'm giving them a six is because I like Jokic and I think if they play the Warriors in the first round, it's a very winnable series. That number goes down to a four and a half if the Mavericks overtake the Warriors for the three seed. And then they have to play the Mavericks. That number goes down to a lower number, as I said. But with their current matchup, I just think they're a consistent team. I don't think they have enough firepower to go to the finals. I just don't think they have the like guys. But maybe if they get to the second round and their two All-Stars come back, then maybe I give them a little bit more of a chance, but I don't see much happening from Denver. I just think that next year is the year where I could see myself picking them early season title favorites. Yeah, agreed. Um, what are we doing with the play in? Just kind of give me what your give me your thoughts. What do you what do you, what jumps out to you while you look at the play in tournament? Um, well. I think the the Clippers are obviously interesting. Yeah, we, we talked, talked about, about them. them. So I think they have some chance to do something. Same with the Timberwolves to a slightly lesser degree and then the Pelicans to an even lesser degree, especially because they're going to be more than likely matched up against the Suns if they even win against the Spurs. So I think the Clippers... And the T-Wolves could do something, but um, it's all based on Kawhi pretty much. Although a team with just Paul George could do something too. So they have some chance. Definitely I wouldn't count them out. Um, They could easily win a first round series, I think. Maybe not the T-Wolves. I think I'm just dithering around here. It's fine. This is what the playing tournament is. The Clippers... Could easily win a series if they have Kawhi. They could go to the conference finals and lose to the Suns. The T-Wolves could catch Memphis if they're just like too inexperienced, but probably won't win a series. Okay, so Timberwolves, they've been a fun team. I think they're probably two years too early. Uh They've been really good on offense. They've had a lot of swagger recently. 
probably take a game, get gentlemen swept. Clippers, like you said, and like I said, they're the most interesting team out of the plan. Paul George has led this team to the Eastern Conference Finals. He's looked really good. Kawhi comes back. All of a sudden, they're in the mix to come out of the West. The way it is right now, they're going to either play the Suns or the Grizzlies. Maybe they have a chance against the Grizzlies, but probably not against the Suns. And the Pelicans, they're gonna. the only option they have right now is to play the Suns, which is why I'm disregarding them and the Spurs and the Lakers. Not much to say about this other than that you said you still have faith in the Lakers to win a playoff series. Okay, let and me just say Anthony this. Davis came back, and then they lost to the Pelicans. Let me just say this. Okay, if they, defend yourself. This isn't going to happen if they're matched up against the Grizzlies in the first round. It's literally impossible Would you be shocked? Happen? I know. If it happened, would you be shocked if it went to seven? Yes. Really? Uh-huh. I would be... Really you don't think surprised. LeBron could do his like fifty point thing for one series? I think he he's trying to 50 correct. Like every I game? think he's trying to catch Kareem Abdul-Jabbar right now, and he's scoring thirty every night and losing. And he's except for the games when he has fifty and takes the wins the game completely by himself. You just I think he can do that for Celtics a few games the in the playoffs. And I think that they're thirty-one and forty-six. I don't care. It's LeBron James. I agree that they would not. I said this like the last time. They're not going to win more than a series, even if they were in the playoffs. And now they're probably going to miss the playoffs. But they're going to miss the playoffs. I stand by the fact the that LeBron James can win a couple the games Spurs. and maybe a series by himself. I hope they get into the play-in and they face the Suns and just watch them get blown yeah, out every they, single. That game. would happen. I'm not saying the Suns. All right. Well, other notes, the Kings traded for DeMontis Sabonis to make a run at the plan, proceeded to get passed by the Spurs and Pelicans. Kings will be the Kings. And how good is Halliburton? I don't know if you saw the Pacers Celtics yeah. game last night, but he was That was cooking. a dumb trade. All right. Eastern Conference. We've already gone. We'll probably go into deeper, so we don't need to be as in-depth because we'll, this will kind of be Celtics eventually yeah. later on. Mm-hmm. Celtics East standings. But uh, heat, heat. How? What's your heat? What's your temp on the heat? Uh, hot. See, do you see what I'm getting at? I do see what you're getting at. <laughs> I'm gonna give them a <laughs> whoa seven. Don't, oh, I thought point. you were. I thought you were rolling your end. I thought you were no, rolling no, 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 no. Okay, seven point eight. Okay. Um. Mostly just if they hadn't beat the Celtics the other night, I would probably have them even lower. And that was without Rob. But we have to think of the Celtics as of a team without Rob for now. Um, they don't instill a ton of confidence to me. They have good guys, obviously, and they're really talented. And they've probably been the most consistent in the East this year, other than maybe the Bucks, But probably they were the most consistent and I think that talent wise they're probably like I'm trying to count up the teams here they're probably behind the Bucks Sixers Celtics and Nets um okay and you could make an argument for the Bulls but you thought you'd probably be wrong but I think they are still obviously a good team. They'll win the first round matchup unless they end up with the Nets, which would be really interesting. Nets. But I don't feel that good about them. I like I I would pick the Bucks or the Celtics against them in the second round or the Nets. But probably not the Sixers. So seven point eight. Alright, I'm gonna give them a seven point five for basically the same reason as you i think they're not really as talented as other teams i also think that if they get the nets in the first round they're going to lose so there's a chance they're going to go out in the first round but there's also a chance they go to the finals i think that they're consistent i don't know if jimmy butler can have the postseason run he did in 2019 i don't think he's jimmy but bubble jimmy butler is not going to make another appearance I think he is a little overrated, and I think 
Tyler Hero is not going to do what he did again, and I think that Goran Dragic is not on the team, and that he was true. so good in the bubble. So I don't think they're scary. Even when the Celtics played him, they I think like Tatum was like crying without Rob, so that's why he didn't play well. Like, we were kind of, we were still in shock that about the Rob situation. Yeah. So we didn't, and we almost won that game. We probably should have. I mean that game, Kyle Lowry went off. He went eight for fourteen. He averages like twelve points a game this year. He scored like twenty seven. Like that game gave me no faith in the Heat. I was like, okay, like we're gonna crush them when we face them in the playoffs. Uh, so yeah, I'll give them a seven point five just for their uh body of work they've shown. I mean, forty nine and twenty eight, it's pretty solid. I'll give them seven point five. The Bucks. I'm gonna give the Bucks an eight point. One because I need okay. to have them higher than the Mavs. Um, oh, I like, I like, I wasn't thinking about that. Now <laughs> I, I gotta was, make I an was adjustment. Thinking, like I'm gonna, someone's gonna listen to this and be like, or no one's listening except for the guy in Dubai. But Dubai, yeah. I was gonna think back on my numbers and then be just have it all whacked out. So I have to have them at an eight point one just for that. It changes the game for me. Um, I. Still, I think with a gun to my head, I'm picking them to come out of the East, even though there's other good teams now. Um, They have Giannis. He kind of showed who he is against the Nets, like out-dueling KD in the final minutes. Um, And they're a really good team, obviously. And I feel like Giannis is the best player in the league and other than maybe KD but it's really close and I think Giannis is playing better right now um so just for that plus they won the championship last year so they got some respect I put them at an 8.1 I'm also going to give them an 8.1 so they're higher than the Mavs (laughs) and uh for all the reasons you laid out again they got Giannis top two player in the NBA they won the championship. The numbers speak for themselves. They have an insanely high winning percentage when their big three plays. They're really good at basketball. They've got good role players. And they are probably the team to beat in the East right now, the team I'd pick if I had yeah. to. But I'm, I'm not. This needs some time to marinate before I make my bold predictions. All right. Celtics, do we sk- what do, do we, we do here? Celtics? Do we skip? Do we just say a number and then keep going? Yeah, let's on three say a number. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, hold on. Yeah, I need a process. So we get the Bucks an eight point one. Now I got. I'm just gonna forget my Western ones. I can't. Yeah, my West is already gone. Um. So I gave the Bucks an eight point one. I gave the Heat a seven point five. So. Oof! Yikes! (laughs) I did seven point eight and eight point one. So there's not a lot of margin (laughs) for difference. All All right. I have my number. Three, two, one. Seven. Seven point nine. Let's go. Did you say seven point nine? I did. Seven point oh nine. God. Wow. Look at that. All right, we're moving on. All right. No more. No more. <laughs> no, I feel like we have to say the numbers on three. We should have been doing this from the beginning. All right, we'll we'll keep going. Sixers, Sixers uh, numbers on three, right. and then we'll break it down. I gotta think. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Six point seven five. Oh, almost. I almost went six point five, but all right. Why? Why? Why are you giving them a six point five? Harden hasn't been that good. I'm not the that trash. convinced that their role players are good. Embiid is good, but centers in the playoffs aren't what you really want to hitch your wagon to. So. Oh, what a expression that I haven't <laughs> heard you say ever. So, so what what do you hit you your wagon to in the playoffs? The Celtics, right? Um, well, you hit your wagon to forwards usually, like right. scoring forward. <laughs> Jason to say Tatum. Your wagon's not hitched. My and you could hitch Sixers. your wagon hypothetically to a scoring shooting guard, not like James, James Harden, Harden. But James Harden sucks in the playoffs and right. in the regular season now. So you're not hitching your wagon there. And you could nope. hitch your wagon to some depth, but 
their depth they hasn't been uh, confidence inspiring. So I'm going to give them a 6.5. I went 6.75 just because I like Joel Embiid, but your whole wagon philosophy is really making an impression on me. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't love the Sixers. That's why I gave him a 6.75. I think that Harden disappears in the playoffs. There's rumors that the Sixers don't like Doc Rivers now, some inner turmoil. I think their shooting around Embiid is terrible. I said it then. I'll say it again. Giving up Seth Curry in that trade was a massive blow to the Sixers. He was a player that just is put Seth the Curry fear better God than James me. Harden. I mean, yeah. He put the fear of God in me whenever he'd play the Celtics. So now you got Matisse Thibel building houses for the Philadelphia community every time he gets an open shot. And, uh, yeah, I don't have much faith in them at all. I'm trying to formulate a plan of how the Celtics play them. So we'll we'll get to that later. Uh, All right, Bulls. Okay. I have a number. All right. Three, two, one. Six point two five. Nice, nice. I should have done yep. six. Respectful. I can't make them that close to six, actually. Um, they're pretty good. They're not <laughs> as good as the other teams in the East, though. They could, if they have the right matchup, like take a series to seven, but I don't see them beating any of the top four teams. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, they can't beat the top four teams. They're like 0-15 against them. Right, so yeah. There's no reason to say they can. The Lonzo ball factor is kind of an interesting one, but, uh, I mean, do we really expect much of him after he Not comes really. off of a huge injury? I mean, they're fine. DeMar DeRozan, I think, is overrated. People love to talk about DeMar DeRozan on, like, national television. It's like, I okay, I, he's he not is top not, 20. He is the starting small forward on my irrational hate team. Still got to do the irrational hate team. We do. That, that'll just be for like a rainy day or something yeah. where you just got to vent and we'll keep teasing it. The irrational Jared hate Allen. team is coming. Yeah. yeah. So, right. yeah. What do, you, do you have anything else? No, I don't really care about the Bulls. I really do not care. Nice. All right. The Raptors. Three, two, two, one, 6.05. Oh, a little different here. Here's why. They have experience. Nick Nurse is a good coach. And although I don't think... Well, here's the thing. Unvaccinated players can't play in Canada. That's kind of an amazing advantage for them. So that's a pretty good home court advantage if you're taking yeah. out players on the other team. I don't, and we don't know. Like, right. who knows Here's who's the, the thing. I don't know. Yeah. What, what do you... We'll get to this in the Celtics second. Don't say it. I don't even want you to say. start to say it. I know what you're going to say, but don't say it. We're currently matched up. That's all Close your mouth. (laughs) Shut up. We're getting to the conspiracy. I'm putting on my tinfoil cap later in the episode. (laughs) It's not on yet. All right. Just avoid that topic. Playing thoughts? I feel like the Nets kind of deserve their own number. No, they... Okay, we'll do a Nets number. I just want to say real quick, I don't give a crap about what the rat's Cavs are doing. Rats ass, yeah. Rats ass. I almost went rats ass too about what the Cavs are doing. I, unfortunate injury luck for them. Jared Allen's been out for a while. Yeah, they're not gonna. They weren't Hornets, gonna do anything. They're losing to the Sixers pretty bad now. Hawks lost Trey Young. Uh, all right, Nets. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What did I give? What did I give to people? <coughs> What was the seven point nine? That was the, the Celtics. Celtics, and the Bucks was an eight eight point one, mm-hmm. and the Heat was a seven point eight. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So I give us a oh, okay. Okay. Ready. Right. Three, two, one. Seven point nine. Okay. Ooh. You went the same as the Celtics. Yeah. Which I actually understand, but. Go ahead. I feel like they're just a better team than the Heat. I feel like, well, no. The Heat are the better team, but the okay. Nets are technical. going to win if they play. Yep. Um, okay. Interesting thought process <laughs> there. <laughs> um, 
I think the Bucks are still better than them. I think I it might be a little homerish to call them the same as the Celtics, honestly, but at the same time, they're forty and thirty seven, so you can't give them too much respect. Their last ten, they are six and four. Nothing to like be like, oh my gosh. The, the Bucks are too. Nobody's hold on. Let me just run through. This is yep. some food for thought. Heat five and five. Bucks six and four. Celtics Six. seven and three. Sixers, Sixers five, and five, five and five. Bulls four, four and six. Uh oh, I see a Uh-oh. potential. Issue. Oh shit! <laughs> the tinfoil cap's getting guy. a little bigger. <laughs> 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 Raptors eight and two, but we're not talking about it. No, we're not mentioning that. Six and four, and then the other teams are irrelevant. Hornets and Hawks are on tears though. All right, I'm pr- I'm done. One. Want to do winners and losers, then yeah. put on our tinfoil hats and yeah, talk about potential seating. <laughs> all right. We should winners just always call time. our Celtic segment tinfoil caps. <laughs> I think we should. It's the tinfoil caps. Should we segment. just change this podcast to the tinfoil cap podcast? <laughs> People might get the wrong idea. Yeah. I'm sure that exists already. <laughs> yeah, that definitely does exist. All right. Winners and losers. My first winner is Giannis because he hit two free oh, throws calmly one. at the end of the Nets uh Bucks game and he's come a long way. Oh, I thought you were going a different direction. I thought you were gonna talk about how he's the all time Bucks point scorer. Oh, I don't care about that. All right, I don't either. That's why I didn't write it down. Uh <laughs> as I talk about my next winner, the Patriots <laughs> getting Devontae Parker. Oh my god. Life from the Patriots. Devontae Their Parker phone... with five hundred ten receiving yards last year. And before you say he was hurt, he played in 10 games. Okay. The year before, played in 14 games, 600 receiving yards. He just wasn't being utilized the right way. I mean, that's all you could put it to. I mean, once he was utilized the right way against the Patriots, that he was. I still have nightmares watching Fitzpatrick. Bill Belichick is an idiot. He's only getting him because he killed the Patriots. Wow. I mean,. It's good to see that the Patriots like think they they want to do something. We offered a trade package to the Seahawks for Metcalf, but they probably won't give him to us. Yeah, I doubt it. All right. My next winner, Kyle Higashioka. Oh god. Five home runs in spring training. <laughs> Five. about this the wrong way. He's getting him out of the way early. He's not going to hit a Starting Catcher for your New York Yankees, the Murderers Row, Stanton, Judge, Gallo, Rizzo, Donaldson, Glaber, DJ, Higashioka. You're just, you're just naming the team. Yeah, it's a Murderers Row. <laughs> so I probably shouldn't have named Glaber or DJ, but whatever. Hicks. So we're not gonna go into this, but now kind of Falefa. Higoshioka, whatever his name is, is on my irrational because of that MLB The Show game. <laughs> that yeah. one game. That was a right. beautiful hit. You shouldn't All have right. brought the infield in. So, yeah, I don't care about him. Why are we talking about him? Because he has five home runs in spring training. Okay. Uh, UNC versus Duke tonight's going to be fun. That's a winner. March Madness fans, that'll be fun. Coach K, kind of a last dance type of thing. The Last Dance took... Hold on. (laughs) The Last Dance documentary took the name for the Coach K documentary because The Last Dance applies so much better to the March Madness Coach K last dance than it. You know what I'm saying? Because think about how well that works. Because the dance, the March Madness, it would have worked so well. True. All right, my first loser is Robert Williams. It's more, the thing with this, I never know how to phrase it. The Celtics fans are more the losers than Robert Williams, although it sucks for him too. But, yeah, not the best to tear your meniscus right before the playoffs. (laughs) not the best. You think I'm done with the winners category. You're wrong. Oh, shoot, my bad. Because you almost forgot Devers. The most, no. So, you might as well start calling me the Trevor Story. 
because oh, we yeah, had an episode he where I said, and you can put it on the record, Trevor Story to the Sox. We did our projection for what the Sox and the Yanks are going to do for their offseason. I said, we're getting T Story. And you said, are there any reports to back that up or is it trying to just uh, win like a random thought? And I'm like, I don't know, but we're getting them and we hey. got them. Yeah. 251 batting average. Okay. Well, 24 a year before home he, runs. Yikes. He had a bad year, but the year before That's that, right he was being talked about as guy. the best hitter in baseball. What is shortstop, in, shortstop, shortstop in baseball. <laughs> I misspoke. Shortstop in baseball. Well, that sounded bad for a second. <laughs> One more thing. The the intro of like the greatest sports moments that I've completed and need to find a way to put onto the mic. At this point, with how well we've been predicting stuff, could just be a compilation of us getting predictions right. I mean, yeah, that is just top tier predicting from me. Oh my congratulations! Goodness, Thank you. My next loser. Oh, do you have any more winners? No, no. My next loser, Jacob Degrom, got her. I thought Good it was one. April Fool's joke, but it's real. All right. Uh, this is one I should have done more research on, but uh, Chris Note, he played. Who? Chris Note, he played okay. Duke in the March Madness tournament. I don't know what team he plays for this year. But he foul. He fouled out. Yes, with. 1,999 career points for whatever college he's playing for. Yikes. That sucks. I don't know who he is, what he's doing, but that does suck. Um, This is kind of a weak one, but James Harden, just because he's not the best player, and yeah. his coach called him out. Like, yeah. out of the... Like, it, he didn't have to call him out. The question wasn't even about Harden, and he brought him into it, so that was funny. My last loser isn't really a loser or a winner. It just kind of needs to be brought up. Simmons mm. filing a lawsuit of oh, like $20 million yeah. against the Sixers. It just makes me really happy to watch the Sixers organization crash and burn at all fronts. Watching Embiid lose the MVP race, watching Harden play terribly. And it's going to be even more fun to watch them pay Harden $50 million a year when he's 30 eight years old that's just going to be peak of comedy my last loser is unc because <sighs> this will obviously not be true if they win against duke but they beat coach k in his last game at home in his career and it's like this is the best possible way they could have ended the rivalry but then now they have to play again and it's like if they win, it's even better, but they're probably not going to win, so that kind of sucks. Like, they had this awesome moment, and then now no one's going to remember it because they're just going to remember that they lost in the Final Four to Duke. Hmm. <coughs> Unless. Right. Uh, do you have any tinfoil on you? Uh, Of course. I think it's tinfoil hat time. <laughs> Is a tinfoil hat time. It's so time. there's so there's so much to talk about. Where do do we start with the tinfoil hat? Do we talk about the seating and then go into tinfoil hat? Do we talk about Rob Williams? Where do we where do you want to go? You you start the train and I'll fall suit. Where right. are we going with this? I don't really want to talk about Robert Williams. I mean, all that has to be said is that it sucks that he got hurt and he's projected to come back at some point in the second round. That's all that, that has to be said other than, well, unless you want to talk about like how it affects the team. No, I think it just sucks for Celtics fans. I mean, I texted you this. Isaiah Thomas missed the entire Eastern yeah. Conference Finals 2017. 2018, Hayward and Kyrie missed the postseason. That year, we were the one seed. If Kyrie stayed uh, healthy through the playoffs, easily going to the Finals. Easily. They were easily. That scared the living crap out of me through my headphones. I'm not going to lie. 2019, <laughs> Hayward, my favorite player, goes down. We would have beat the Heat. Say it. Easily. Would, easily if Hayward played in that game. 2020, Jalen Brown goes down for the season with a wrist injury. Can we go one year without one of our top three players going out with a injury? 
before the no, playoffs. We no, can't. we cannot. Uh, I wouldn't say that Rob might not be top three, but he's top top three most important for sure. Like you could make a pretty solid argument that the team would be better with Rob, but without Jalen than like, that's a saucy. Like I was talking, I'd agree when we get to the tinfoil hat, we're talking Uh about the Raptors series across the border and the two gentlemen who may be unvaccinated include Jalen Brown and Al Horford. And no, Horford's I was thinking that I, it's he is. Yeah, it's Tatum. Tatum? It's Tatum. What? No. Tatum and Brown. Yeah, it is. No. Horford said he is. Prove he, it. He, yeah. I'll prove it. Are we putting on the hats? I mean, they're on already. Let's just I know, but they're it. not like the point on the top isn't like fleshed I'm out. Pointed, I'm sharpening my point. <laughs> Well, you set the stage because I wasn't so, ready and my sources aren't up yet. All right, let's get who was I've po- got some serious tinfoil hat. Possibly all right, unvaccinated. It's, it's everyone who didn't play in the Raptors game, which is Brown, uh Tatum, Tatum Horford, Horford, and there That's was someone it. else. I think Rob like but he was hurt anyway, so All right, ready? I'm going to Tatum every said good he conspiracy was theory. Is every he good Aaron Rodgers? Cons- can you hear me crashing things? <laughs> All right, let me go through my tinfoil hat evidence. Can, can if we can find like conspiracy music, that would be ideal. But all right, so I'll look it Tatum up while you're talking. Tatum gets COVID right earlier in the yes, season. Yes. They call it a breakthrough case, in which oh. he's vaccinated. So he's vaccinated. Hold the phone. <laughs> he's vaccinated. And he had a breakthrough case. Okay. That said, later in the year, some, I think it's Windhorse or someone, does an investigation on the top teams. Beautiful. <laughs> Tim, Tim Bontemps spoke with the Celtics, Sixers, <laughs> and Bucks. The Celtics did not put Tatum on the list of, like, People who are 100% vaccinated, they did refuse to answer. Meanwhile, the Heat, Bucks, and Sixers all said, yeah, we're vaxxed up. The Celtics refused to answer about Tatum and Brown and their guys, which is very contradicting because we said he was vaccinated earlier in the season. That doesn't make a lot of sense. After the game, Tim Bontemps asked Ime Adoka about the Celtics' availability in Toronto. And then Ime pushed back and said, everyone who's healthy will play. But why wouldn't he just said they're vaccinated? That seems like a very suspect answer. All right, what else? Uh... (laughs) Horford misses the game for personal reasons. That's out of nowhere. Why wouldn't they call it rest? Then it comes out that he was at his sister's wedding because she posted on his Instagram. This is some serious deep dive that she had a wedding. And then they asked her in the comments, did Horford go to your wedding? Because the people are starting to catch on to this, right? And then she said, he wasn't at the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. He's unvaccinated. All right. What else do we got? Um... That's all I have right now. <laughs> okay. The Celtics can't play in Toronto if they're unvaccinated. Emay's dodging questions about vaccination status. Oh, no. Brad Stevens dodged the vaccination question entirely and said absolutely nothing on uh, Boston Sports Radio. Oh. It's not Tin good. Tinfoil caps are it's on. It's not good. It is not good. The thing is, though, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. The Raptors are currently tied with the Bulls. They could easily pass the Bulls. They have a much easier schedule in the end of the season. So as a, if the Celtics stayed at the three, there's a good chance they wouldn't be playing the Raptors. But then if they drop to the four, then you are playing them. So who knows? We don't want to play the Raptors. That's all that I know. I'm going to pirate some content right here. 
however, both declined to comment. Declined to comment. The possibility that there are players on their teams who will not be able to play in road games in Toronto. Now, you mentioned we're looking at a pretty tight timeline. Okay, so they refuse to answer questions. Oh, here's Ime. Said, yeah, um, wow. Hold on. But we're looking at our guys available to play. All the guys are healthy, if healthy, they're available to play. If healthy. If, I mean, that didn't sound great, actually, for the conspiracy. Well, here's the thing. It, it's, it's good for the conspiracy because this would mean if they are unvaccinated, they've just been, like, lying, like, repeatedly, like, blatantly. Like, they're not, like, dodging the question it's not like i'm having trouble thinking of an example but they're not like rogers yeah they're just lying like if they are yeah. unvaccinated they're lying they he asked if everyone was available to play he said yes he's like yeah if their health I don't know. which means like i don't know what it means but i don't know it's weird the thing for me is if they say tatum's a breakthrough case and he's vaccinated why wouldn't the Celtics just say who's that we're all vaccinated? If I mean that definitely means they have players who's unvaccinated, because why else would they not comment? Why wouldn't they just say yeah we're vaccinated? Yeah, I it, because so they have that could be Nick Stauskas and Malik Fitz and Matt but Ryan. It, it, but it could be Derek White and like <laughs> well no because he played in question. Toronto. Oh right. So it's just Tatum, Horford. Brown strikes me as the guy to get vaccinated. He strikes this me is, is <laughs> a little bit Kyrie-ish. No, no. I feel Tatum's like he's the Kyrie a, I, disciple. No, well, here's the thing. Tatum is the Kyrie disciple because they like went to Duke and they always like yeah. make out after they play. Right, but they do do that. Brown like burns sage and stuff. But Brown, like. Went to Cal. He seems like he, he's like super smart. Like, right? Yeah, that's true. Like that's he's true. like talked at like peace conferences and like. Yeah. Uh, I wish I just knew. I we know. can just break. The I'll news. tell you what. We'll just when that if I if the when the season uh, ends uh, and we're matched up against yeah. the Raptors. Oh my! Shit's God. gonna get real. I'm gonna wrap my body in tinfoil. <laughs> What's the health report called? It's not Amica. It's uh, I think the it is Celtics. Amica. Is it the Amica health I report? Think it is. And I see Jason Tatum out with right heel tendonopathy. Yeah, I mean, if I'm gonna put my, my full body suit of tinfoils coming up. They on. lied. <laughs> like they I am Batman. I think we're going a little crazy here. <laughs> okay. But if so, this is real, oh, my God. I mean, they're making up fake injuries to, like, cover for being unvaccinated. Tatum and Brown just somehow both had right knee tendinopathy on the somehow. same night. And Al Horford had personal reasons, which wasn't his sister's wedding. Breaking news. Breaking news. Kyle okay. Nagashioka oh, now has six home runs. He is the leading the league. You interrupted the conspiracy segment for that. I yeah. thought I was going to get some real breaking news. No, that is real breaking news. Okay. The Yankees are 6 and 8 in spring training. Red Sox are 9 and 6. Well, are the Red Sox right. up 9 nothing well, against the Braves right now? No, didn't think so. With runners on first and third and no outs and Judge Sounds has like a home run and Rizzo Yankees has a home game. run and Higashioka has a home run. Okay. We'll save it for them. Everyone we'll has a hit except Stan, and he, he has a walk. He has two walks. Okay. I'm so happy for them. Thanks. So let me oh, spell out what's the standings looking like. Yeah, we should actually talk about, like, basketball, not just COVID. All right. So 
the Nets are t- tied with the Hornets and the Hawks. Three-way tie for the eight spot. Cavs are going to get the seven spot, which means the Cavs and Nets are going to play. The winner of that is the seven seed. Loser of that plays the winner of the nine ten. So what we should be rooting for, this is dream scenario, right? I'm giving you dream scenario. Uh-huh. Bucks take one, Heat take drop to three or two. Yeah. yeah. But the the, the Hornets can't jump that high up. No, the Sixers aren't just, going up. I'll just let you talk. I mean, I'm just trying to. I'm workshopping this. So, yeah. if the Nets go down to nine, they can only get as high as eight. So, if we get two and the Nets get anything lower than eight, we're safe from the Nets. Right, which but is they possible because, won't. but they the probably are won't. about to lose. And here's the thing: the Bucks are tanking out of the two seed because they don't want the Nets. They yeah. sat their entire starting lineup against the Clippers and lost by forty. They sat Giannis, Holiday, Middleton. I don't think we want the one or the two. I think we don't. The three is the one. I'm pretty confident we want the four. If let's say unless unless the Bucks (laughs) get the one, then we (sighs) want to stay away from the four. Right. And then we play the Heat in the second round. No, the Bucks getting the one is the best thing that can happen. Ah, shoot. There was an ad for the conspiracy music. (laughs) (laughs) So, if the the Heat drop to two, we want to play them in round two, so we want two or three. If we sit at three where we are now, we're a game up on the Sixers. We play the conspiracy. I'm kind of rooting for the conspiracy series now. Really? Here, yeah, okay. why not? Let's just give our dreams in there. I feel like we want the okay. Bulls in the first round. We want the Bulls, what? and then we want the Heat in the second round. The COVID is too risky. The Bulls yeah, suck. Yeah, pretty risky. But the Bulls, like... My dream scenario is Celtics are Celtics four, Bulls are five, Heat are one. And then I don't care about the rest. But the problem is... okay. I, with the way the Sixers are playing, I don't see them jumping the Celtics. So they're so they they're gonna beat the Hornets. So they're gonna have we're each gonna have five games left, and they're gonna be a that's half true, game behind that's us. That's true. Okay, so it's possible. And we're gonna be tanking, I assume. Are we though? I feel like with Ime, they're the type to be like, we'll just play whoever, we'll just and then play. we lose we to the Nets in the gets. first round, <laughs> and then the and season's like, over. Shoot, so maybe we should have tanked. tanked. <laughs> It's really tough to talk about because there's like so much variance. There's so many the, different the possibilities. Conspiracy really throws a wrench into the machine. Yeah, it does. Because you want the Raptors if you're fully vaxxed. I mean, we almost beat them with our best player being Marcus Smart. Took them to yeah. overtime. Which makes me think maybe even if Horford isn't vaxxed up. <sighs> Here's the thing. If Horford isn't vaxxed up and we play the Raptors, our, our big man rotation yeah, it's is a Daniel Tice. You can <laughs> sort of... You don't forget s- about the green cornet. You can sort of call Grant a big man, but then it's the green cornet. And then it's like... <laughs> I mean, all right. The one positive is Marcus Smart loves like guarding big guys and Brown and Tatum can be big if... Brown well, is vaxxed up. If they're not. If they're, and if Tatum's vaxxed up, too. Yeah. Fuck. They've got the poke. But their guys that are above, like, six foot eight are... I mean, T- Tice is, like, six eight, But it's, like, Tice and Cornette. And Al is old, even if he is vaxxed up, which is scary. But we're not going to talk about that. We need Al to play. Yeah. Shoot, this is confusing. So, all right. So you want the four? I guess. If it if the Heat are the if one, if the Heat are one, then yes. Yeah. Right. So basically, we want whatever gets us the Heat in round two. <laughs> yeah. Whatever keeps us away from the Bucks and the Nets. And the and Nets. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm rooting for the Sixers. 
Like right now, we'd play the Bucks in the second round. Right now that's is like that's probably no the worst case scenario. That's, unless yeah, we it really play. is. We get the conspiracy series get, and then and the Bucks. So and the Bucks. we're not making it out of the second round unless Rob comes back and I'm we just out of the first wreck round. the Bucks. So well, we want, so now you're. Would you rather play? Would you rather play the COVID conspiracy Canadian the conspiracy series? That's club be trademarked four C's right. or the Nets uh-huh. with everyone. Oh, I'd rather take the conspiracy series. Yeah, I guess me too. So if we do have to play the Bucks because the Sixers are horrible at basketball, then we need the two, and we're only a half game back. But of that. then, what if we play the Nets? Then we're in trouble. That's the thing. But are we? Do we shoot? Think that we're gonna fall? So the biggest I the hope we fall moment. honestly. So we're going to put so here's remaining schedule. We play the Wizards on Sunday. We're going to win, win that. unfortunately. Then we go Bulls at Bulls, back to back at Bucks at Grizzlies. Grizzlies we're probably going to be resting guys on that Grizzlies game because they have they're clinched their spot. Did, what's the Bulls Bucks thing? How many games are is in there? Two? Is it just one so each? We, so after the Wizards game, we play one against the Bulls, back to back, go to the Bucks, and then, and then to the, the Grizzlies. Grizzlies. So we have four they games. They could lose left, all three of those, which is ideal. Although, do are we going to be really feeling confident if we're on a three-game losing streak going That's into the, the first thing. round? That's the thing, because we want to lose, but then if the team looks bad, like are we happy? I don't think so. Unless the guys get vaxxed and they play the Raptors. Or the Bulls. I think we can feel confident about the Bulls regardless of what happens. I think. I think. I believe. Yeah. I th- I don't know. It's really hard it's to just say just because there's like no, we have no idea what's going to happen. Like literally. Like the whole plan thing just. Because what if the Nets get eight? They play the Heat. They beat the Heat. Then we're playing the Heat. In, or the, the, and then we're playing the Nets in round two. Yeah. But at least we'd have home court. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, play the conspiracy music and we'll wrap it up. All right. Um I'll just <laughs> I'll just let you give your final thoughts here. Hold on one second. I have to make it through an ad. Right. LL Bean if you're wondering. They're making sweatshirts now in sizes extra small to 3XL. All right, play the conspiracy music, and then that's all for the Call Game Podcast. The new conspiracy Celtic segment will continue until we know our first-round matchup and if we are vaxxed or not. Until next time, I'm looking forward to our MLB season preview.